Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the fuck is even happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical and it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to take, <laughs> like what is going, buddy? Oh, I was on. I was on edible. Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to another episode of Two Dads in a Podcast, based on a true story, just like what we're talking about. So today, based on a true story, we're going to talk about um, some fake stories. Okay. Yeah, those are the best ones that are based on true stories. So we were talking about, last week we did, um, what was it? We did the Amityville Horror. Amityville. Yeah. And, and we kind of introduced you to the main protagonists of the, the film we're talking about today, Ed and Lorraine Warren. We talked about them last yeah. week because they, they, they showed up. They actually went to the Amityville house and and they, they researched there and they investigated there. And now we're on to one of their most infamous investigations so we start off this movie learning and it's, about it's the conjuring the conjuring we, we should probably say what the title of the movie is creepy doll oh yeah yeah this the the totally you know porcelain you know red hair just fucking fucked up no here's the thing <laughs> so the doll they created for annabelle it's very creepy, yes. No, 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 though. If they had literally just used a Raggedy Ann doll, oh, 100%. Been way more creeped out. Because <laughs> the, the real Annabelle doll, so this isn't Annabelle. We're not talking about Annabelle. We're talking about The Conjuring, but the movie itself, it's, it opens up for whatever it. reason, decides to start off with Annabelle. And I, I think they just wanted to throw that in there, honestly. No, just it's not for whatever reason. They knew where the fuck they were leading with this. They knew they, they, they were, were leading up Annabelle to another movies. movie, of course. going to be, yes. So they open up with this sequence and they, they deal with the Annabelle doll and all of that. And of course, all of this is, um, let's say, quote unquote, factual based. Well, I mean, mind you, Ed and Lorraine, Lauren did have the Annabelle doll. Okay, yeah, you can go up the doll to exists. Uh, what, Connecticut. You can visit their house in Connecticut. You can see a Raggedy Ann doll. You want to know what? I have fucking four or three or four Raggedy Ann dolls and a couple Raggedy Andy dolls in my fucking storage. Don't it lie, they're on the your bedside. They're, they're on not your mine. bedside. They are the wife's. He is, he's, he's lying to you guys. But he's you know, lying. they're here. I've seen you him come, come with them. my house and see them. Okay. But they say <laughs> theirs is haunted. And who corroborates that? They do. Of course. They're demonologists, so man. They're demonologists. <laughs> Demon- <laughs> <laughs> so that's the opening of the movie. Okay. That is. That's, that's the opening. We we're set up with that. The, the who Warrens. they are. Yep. We, we're introduced to true story. Ed and Lorraine Warren actually exist. So we're introduced to them. They exist. But now we're on to The Conjuring. And very quickly, we are we we are grouped up with and we get to meet the Perrin family. A very large family. You know, who, who, how, yeah, many, how many kids what, do they like have? Like five, five kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, husband and wife, five daughters. They they do move into this house. This house is real. This it family is, is it's real. It's a real house. It exists. Um, it had, the parent um, family between, exists. Um, it has anywhere between 10 or 14 bedrooms. We're not sure, but the house really does exist. It does exist in Maine. I mean, it depends on what year they decide to tear down the walls. Um, so oh, we know there is some basis in truth here. We know the family exists. The family actually, before the movie came out, they helped with the movie. They were yep. there for the whole thing. And said, uh, you know, Lorraine this- Lorraine Warren was there because she didn't pass away until what, 2019. So she was there to, yeah, to help yeah. corroborate the story. And, you know, the family was there to help uh create the movie you know so it was it was as as true to their story as possible it is. you know the and, true story um the family even <laughs> like they said like i'll i'll give them this the family said that the the depiction in the movie is extremely close but here's the thing the movie lasts over what what what's the timeline you would give the movie tired dad Oh, like the chronologically, the time frame that the parent yeah. family. Oh man, I don't, dude. At most a year. I would say a yearish, yeah, because the kids never okay. grow up. In real life, they were living there over nine years, so already there we're talking about a, a discrepancy here. But we can go deeper into the details. I mean, sure, but for for movie sake, you can't have a nine year long movie. We, we get into the movie a little bit and we, and we got the parents and, you know, they're, they're moving in and they find this creepy music box and we're moving on. Right. And, you know, they're moving in They're They're a happy family. They're playing games and they decide to to play a game of hide and clap, which I I guess is a version of hide and seek that Honestly, lets you cheat. by clapping. fucking awesome. Um, you, you remember my parents' house. It was huge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, compared to like other Look, white man, I'm not walking up and down stairs with a blindfold on. That just sounds like um, a really bad idea. But here's the thing. Like it was, it seemed like a huge house, you know, and we would play hide and seek in it all the time. The basement was fucking creepy as shit. But you know what? When you want that good hiding spot, you got to go seek for it. And so the idea of the clap, like, I think the clap is a cool fucking concept. Um, Um, You should go see a doctor about that. Um, Anyway, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I never thought to insist. You know what? You're a fucking dick. (laughs) Done. I'm done. I'm walking away here. So anyway, Lorraine, the the kids are playing uh, hide and clap. And one of the girls hides in a closet and they they decide, you know, she's in this closet and they accidentally discover a boarded up stairway that leads to the cellar. But why is this cellar boarded up? Why why is why is their basement been closed off? I don't know, but it's, it's something weird. Something weird. Shortly after this, their dog Sadie is found dead. Birds are crashing into the windows. All the clocks in the house are stopping at 3:07 a.m. So, um Let's ask this question because we're doing the real life to movie comparison. How much of that is true? Oh, I don't know. I mean, the parent family said it was true. Actually, and- they did not because what <laughs> they said was um, <laughs> the clocks didn't stop. The dog didn't die. 
there was some weird shit. That's that, that's pretty much what they admitted to. Like that there were notes left behind and, and mostly like in the movie where we're at now with what tired dad has been explaining are these creepy things. But mostly what they admitted to was uh, brooms um, were more like a reach out to help a cry for help. Like I'm here, but mm-hmm. we're getting from the movie is it a is- little bit more on edge terrifying and what we got and mind you the, the movie is a pretty solid movie yeah, oh man one of my all-time favorites and we both of our all-time favorites because it was on our list last year for top mm-hmm. 10 favorite horror movies um so, so we love this movie but in in reality the family the parent family they start noticing these weird things you know brooms going missing or or moving from place to place the the sounds of scraping uh you know little piles of dirt in the center of a clean kitchen floor that was just clean so there's all these little you know kind of harmless things that are just kind of like hmm this is really weird but of course you know we got to have a film that has some really creepy things like you know the the mom playing hide and clap with the daughter and ends up getting led into a room into a a wardrobe that <laughs> wasn't even in the same that room as her terrifying. kid the the candle and then the fucking clap and the candle goes out that is a terrifying piece of movie and um let's just acknowledge the actors and actresses in this movie they are phenomenal and they yes. they still are they're making great movies but this is just in another example of like you have a movie you have to sensationalize it so they take some embellishments so mm-hmm. Here's where I come in. You know, I you're I'm in the movie. Skeptic. Yes, I'm in the movie. Oh, <laughs> I'm a skeptic. I'm not. I've never experienced ghosts or ghouls or anything like that. But the movie, like the family, just never lets down at the fact that no, not everything that happens in the movie is verbatim. But the sort of like emotion and feeling you get from the movie is an accurate portrayal. So yep. I will give it that. I will lend it that much. Um, Ed and Lorraine are scam artists. So, but anyways, so the movie, go ahead. Clapping. Yes, yes. Your turn. So, you know, we have we have the extra clap thing. We've got where they're playing, you know, different games and stuff. And, you know, then shortly after that, you know, the other kids are at school. And the youngest daughter, April, she's home. And she's playing with the mu- music box. And talking to Rory, her best friend, her imaginary friend. Well, here's the thing: the music box creeps the fuck out of me, <laughs> as it should. It's <laughs> it's a it's a horror movie. So they did great on that, <laughs> you know. So we've got this we've got this creepy imaginary friend. We've got the creepy clapping coming from wardrobes with nobody in it. So we, we're 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 getting we're getting rolling, right? And For now sure. we're starting to like, learn. I'm loving it how you know the girls are asleep especially christine who starts running into weird things happening while she's sleeping her sister's farting a lot but she denies it <laughs> sorry yeah oh, that's throw that one in there um <laughs> you know she, seriously they they she's like oh what's that smell quit farting and she's like i'm not farting oh, you're doing it an egg smell is like yeah. oh my gosh what so, are you eating but you know Christine a couple times has had something touch her 
or pull her leg while she's sleeping. And so we've led up to this point where now something straight pulls her leg and she wakes up and she sees somebody behind the door in her room. She wakes up her sister, Nancy. They scream and their parents come in and find nothing. It's getting creepy, bro. Christine even says it talked to me. It wants my when family you're that young, dead. You can't trust parents. You, you can't trust the demon in the corner either. So, I you? well, I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now here's where our main protagonists come in. This is where Ed and Lorraine Warren finally come back into the movie. Ed gets a call. He lies to Lorraine about it as he's worried she's still possessed or, or, or there's, there's something wrong from the last exorcism gone wrong. Now, this is one of the big things that really differs from true story to not is Ed and Lorraine Warren. Now, this is one thing I will give them credit for credit, quote unquote, uh, finger quotes is they in real life would never perform an exorcism. They would do seances, but they would not do exorcisms because only uh, you wanna, a Catholic right, you priest. You want to like die on that horse? Um, because I'm I'm pretty sure Ed Warren said to people that he was the only non-Catholic to be given like um, credentials by the Catholic religion to perform exorcism now, now mind you what what i'm saying what i'm going with is that lorraine lorraine insists that she and her husband never would attempt an exorcism right, because, because they have uh, to be performed by catholic priests happened to say he was the only person not catholic to be accredited by the catholic religion well you know what the catholic you know religion what? has never backed up so um L okay lorraine lived longer so i believe her more all right i'll give you that i'll give you that i'll give you that <laughs> so there's the, there's the, a, the there's psychic the kind of who has never once in her life lied because she is completely psychic and feels all of these energies vera faminga is a brilliant actress continue why am i the one doing all the talking <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we've got Ed and Lorraine Warren. <laughs> I have nothing but... Uh, uh, and... Great movie, though. So spectacular to and, watch. And we actually see, you know, the movie's trying to add some credibility to the Warrens. You know, they you actually get in the movie, you see them working a case, but it's not demonic. It's just some creaky pipes in the attic, you know, so there's a rational explanation. So it kind of tries to show that the Warrens aren't crackpots, they're not weirdos, they're not kooks, that they really will tell you if it's not actually a ghost. So sure, little credibility to the movie Warrens, but, you know, they, they're, this is leading up, so they're not quite at the parents yet. You know, we, we get to move on a little bit, and Carolyn, the mom, Mrs. Perrin, she keeps getting bruised. She wakes up with bruises right, on right. her. She hears clapping all the time in the house, and everybody in the house is asleep. She now, she hears. If you're, if you you're know, comparing this from the movie to real life, she is actually being spooked. The whole family is being spooked. But instead of this like quick sort of ramp up, this is something that kind just of haunts them casually for years. happens over yeah over over many many years. And so we're we're getting into. This this kind of big, almost trying to lead up to the the climax of the movie. It's kind of uh, 
you know, leading up the suspense of things happening. Family pictures are getting knocked off the wall. Some sh really strange things are happening. Now, quick cut back to the Warrens. They're teaching a session at a college, you know, for demonology. Look, the, the, <laughs> the Warrens, they did have a school for demonology and all that stuff. And it is the largest school for psychical research. It exists. Um, Does. And they teach can... three principles. Infestation, right. oppression, Ooh. and possession. Oh, oh my. That mm -hmm. is sexy as fuck. And they have actually spoken to numerous colleges over the years. But so they get this. Uh, are we at the point where they get the notified that this is happening? Are uh, we there? Can I, uh, can I go into that? Yes. Well, because... Carolyn Perrin sits down in the audience during this class because you have an audience, not a not a classroom. It's an audience. <laughs> and so Mrs. Perrin, she sits down in the audience and there's actually a cameo from the real Lorraine Warren during the scene. So keep an eye out when you're watching the movie. Cool little I'd Easter egg her. there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Carolyn then begs the Warrens. They're like, please come to my house. Weird things are happening. And then they, they do, reluctantly. And now they're there. <laughs> reluctantly, really? Yep. They reluctantly go and visit this home of this woman. Yeah, because they saw and, zero profit from this. And immediately, as soon as they step in, they, they, they smell rotting meat and have cold spots and have knocking in threes because we all know that's a mocking of the Holy Trinity. It's the devil is our... Three o'clock. It's the opposite of of the angel hour. It, it's so. Here's the thing. As opposed so, to seven seventy seven. The Lorraines and Ed Warrens of the world tend to embellish a bit. What? So they never. Come, what? Ah, so they come mm -mm. and they they. What they have to do in the movie is prove that there's something that needs exercise to the Catholic Church. Because as you know, Ed Only Warren, Catholic priests can do exorcisms. He's exorcisms. the only non-Catholic priest that can perform exorcisms. But he never does. He never does. He can, <laughs> but he does not. <laughs> he chooses to keep that bullet holstered. So this In is when he really needs go it. to... <laughs> this is when they go to do their research at uh, what, like Boston Western Extra Community College hyphen um, cool ass place that does psychical research. This quote unquote college that it totally exists. And they discover what is truly haunting this house. And of course, the family has moved out. Am I wrong? This is sort of part of the storyline where they move out and they, they stay in a hotel for a few weeks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the daughters and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Ed and Lorraine Warren, they learn about Bathsheba Sherman, who is a real person who lived in the house. Yes. Yes. And according to the movie, she was related to an accused witch. Marytown Eastie back in the 1860s yeah. who attempted to murder her own seven-day-old child 
and her husband stopped her. Bathsheba ran outside, proclaimed her love to Satan, cursed the land, and then hung herself from the tree at 3.07 a.m. on the dot, because in the 1860s, they had digital clocks, and they knew it was exactly 3.07 a.m. Bro, right? that's why all the clocks started, or stopped. Um, look, <laughs> mm, this person exists, <laughs> but... Um, from everything, if you search it, most of these stories about this person, what, what Bathsheba, most of the lore in, exists after the movie, which causes a problem um, because the movie existed before the stories. And a lot of what you kind of find out is there's a whole lot of nothing here. There's a whole lot of no information. This person existed. She has daughters that lived past her and children that lived past her. um, She had children that died before her. There's no evidence of witchery or witchcraft. You know, Um, there was a nice movie written for her. Um, She died like four years after her husband. But there's Mm -hmm. a bunch of nothing. You know, of course, if you look um, it up, there, there, you'll you'll see things that she's rumored to have been a Satanist, but who, what woman wasn't in the 1860s? You know, when it comes to you know deaths of children, there was evidence apparently that she was involved, but no trial ever took place. So there's there's inconsistencies um, there. What, you know, what a lot of the evidence and quote unquote evidence, evidence. and quote unquote stories. Um, sort of inexplicably came about about the time the movie released. You can't find shit. I mean, the the most you can find is that this person existed. She did exist. So true story. True, true story. True. Very true. Okay. And honestly, so- <laughs> there are uh, there are true stories about creepy shit happening, people dying in and around the house. That is 100% accurate. That is true. There are the the family, and I believe them. They remain to this day saying that shit happened at this house and that they dealt with it for years. But to the extent that the movie goes into, the movie exceptionalizes it a they, lot. They confine it a down to lot. a year. They make Ed and Lorraine Warren look like heroes, even though they were con artists. And so it's anyway, a fantastic fucking movie. It so. is. It is. Anyway, so. And Lorraine Warren, they're beginning their investigation on the house. They need to get enough evidence to convince the Catholic Church, as Felix has stated. So they they bring some help. They get an officer who comes in. They they have set up some cameras. They set up bells and and thermal registers, microphones. They set up everything they can for a you know ghost hunt essentially. And they end up upsetting Bathsheba. They upset this entity who apparently decides to vomit in Carolyn's mouth and possess her because that's how you possess Fucking people. Sexy you man. vomit blood in their mouth. <laughs> oh no! Last right. time I did that, I was slapped. So I, mm. Mm, I didn't mm. possess anybody. It was, it was, it was a bad time. Don't look into it. Um, anyway, so <laughs> now we're getting into some drama between the Lorraine or the Lorraine and Ed. We're getting to some drama <laughs> around the Warrens where Ed is, is worried about Lorraine because She's been possessed before during exorcisms, and it's taking a toll on her body, and she just can't can't do this. But she keeps doing yeah, She so, pushes um, through. You're talking about it. This is the part of the movie where we just continue the saga because this has to last for like eight more feature films. So yep. 
Bathsheba possesses the, the mom, and it comes out that Lorraine, she follows Cindy when she's sleepwalking, and they, they're led to a secret passage, and Lorraine falls through the floorboards and down into the cellar. Like, the house is crumbling underneath them, and she learns... Surprise, surprise, that, that never happened. Bathsheba possesses the mother to kill the child, just like Rory's mother did with him. And now we're into this, oh my goodness, there's a true villain here, right? And they've got enough evidence of, a, yeah. of, of, of a physical yeah. evidence of a demonic possession. They, they reach out to the church, and the parents decide to move out and go to a motel to get away from the dark spirit. Though, Ed said that it could follow them you take it with you it goes with you right it does yeah yeah i'm it loving does. this so far i'm loving the end of this now this now so accurate to into into all of this we also have this weird story going on with ed lorraine's kid uh who decides to get out the annabelle doll we, we've got a we've got a secondary creepy story going on at the Lorraine, at the warren's house and Which never happened, but, you know, continue. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Never happened. It's based <laughs> on a true story. Come on. They, they really had a kid. Um, True story. So, uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Warrens, they, they, they learn about the whole possession to kill the kids. And, you know, then they learn because the mom was possessed after she before she left to go to the motel, she decides to take the kids back to the house so she can kill them as an offering to Satan. So now we're we're into them at the house. They're trying to to free Carolyn from this possession and she's getting dragged downstairs and you know we get to see a physical under a sheet, you know, demonic Bathsheba with blood all over her mouth and and this is where the the war Ed Warren must perform the exorcism by himself because, you know, the the priest isn't there. He, you know, they they have this dramatic moment that you know she has to be there. They can't wait. That God brought them together for a reason. This is the reason. And you know, we get this exorcism that is literally like essentially from the freaking exorcist the the exorcist movie this you know carolyn spitting up blood and and you know they're trying to find the kids who are hidden under the floorboards and bathsheba tries to go after april to murder her and it's just this whole crazy scene but eventually lorraine puts her hand on carolyn's head to no. show her the light you don't say. Yep. Use her psychic powers to show her the light. It is crazy how real. Show the demon goodness, and they they'll just stop. And and there so naturally, yeah. the way that you get rid, you know, the the exorcism's successful, and the way you get rid of a demon is you vomit it out of you. Mm, so usually, I masturbate, but okay, vomit. Yeah, we'll go that's with that a one. different kind of exorcism. <laughs> Different kind of demons. Yeah, that's right. That's so she 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 related. vomits up blood and the demons out of her. And <laughs> that's what I say every time I have tequila. The 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 Warrens go home and they're tired, thankful they were able to help somebody and survived Again, another every case. Fucking time I have tequila. 
Oh, and the, and the, they also <laughs> stole the music box and put it in his museum. <laughs> Look, go to Connecticut. The the Ed and Lorraine's um, their house is it's now a museum. You can visit. You can see the Annabelle doll and probably a ton of other awesome like spooky shit. I'm not saying this shit is not spooky as fuck. I'm just saying I don't believe half of it. Honestly, um, half of what makes things scary and half of what makes a good horror story is the story behind it. Y- you know, maybe there right. truly is a possessed doll. Maybe there Dude, are these like, things. But you know what? That shit still spooks me. Um, the Ed and Lorraine shit. Yeah, they are 100% con artists. They they made money uh, preying on this shit. but these fucking stories are so fascinating and interesting. Absolutely. And and it's and not you, to say that, the, you know, there aren't things happening out there. If it's, you think nothing happened at Amityville or nothing happened in, during in the, you know, the conjuring, you're just sort of closing yourself off. As soon as somebody says ghost or alien, you dismiss it immediately. Look, these are still people. This shit happened to them. They believe it wholly. I'll gladly pay a Tuesday for a hamburger today. Makes it fucking creepy when you just, anytime you talk TD, it's creepy. I do what I can. (laughs) So that's it. That's there we go. There's, there's, there's the conjuring based on a true story. So this one, I will say in comparison to Amityville had a lot more true elements to it. I feel like. You know, there there were um, actually, you know, uh, maybe not I more. I will give you um, extremely sensationalized. Um, don't believe most of the shit with Ed and Lorraine because they are very good at selling themselves. But this family remains that, like, in the essence of the movie, really captures what they went through. So, like, yes. theirs was spread out over a decade this movie wraps up something in like six months to maybe a year at most. So but the, they still felt all those things. Yes. Yes, they did. You know, if you follow up, there are quite a few people in the area who did commit suicide, who are near the land. So there's, there are little, little drops of truth here and there, but whether that leads to an actual demonic possession by a, with a lot of the other stories, there are truths dropped in. And like you said, it is what it is. Take it for what it is. Take it for what you want it to be. And right. God damn it. Watch the movie and get creeped out. And after you watch the movie, let us know what you think. You could reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can comment on our YouTube videos. There's a video of this on our YouTube channel. It's just two dads and a podcast. We have a Patreon where we have exclusive content. And, if- and next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We're going to finish our top five horror movie baddies. Yeah. Bad guys. Horror, horror not demonic movie villains. Yeah. Nope. No spirits. Not possessions, no possessions. Not spirits. Not ghosts. We're not doing Ghostbusters. Uh, no gremlins, probably. Uh, maybe a few might show up during the live I mean, next week. My son thought that movie was terrifying. It is amazing. Thanks we'll so much for listening, guys. Shit. We love you all.